How you feeling? Oh, you started. I was ready for that. <laughs> great, great. Well, why don't you explain what you're dealing with? They didn't give me an official uh, diagnosis. They did give me what's it called? Besides drugs, what's a fancier word for drugs when it's for a bacteria? Oh, antibiotics. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Jenny has walking pneumonia. Um, and you sent me a thing, link to that. What is walking pneumonia? It's like a chiller pneumonia. <laughs> a chiller? It's just, it's not full on running or sprinting. It's just I gotta walking. Be, I got to be careful laughing or I'm going to start a hacking uh, episode. Um, <laughs> what? You're going to, you're going to hack it. You're going to hack in a hacking episode. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Um, all I know is I'm done with kids for a while and seeing kids, especially daycare kids, any kid that goes to daycare, I'm just, that's a no for me from here on. I don't know until when, uh, like, look, if a child has two arms, I'm not dealing with it. Yeah. They're just little disease carriers. And then you don't even know because they can be fine, but they could be carrying something. So to put it in perspective, like you came back from in, for our listeners will know, but you came back from Japan in the middle of July and like immediately got sick, like deathly sick. Yeah, I've been sick three times in three months, mm-hmm. I think is what it comes down to. Right. You think you had the flu and you came back from Japan? No, no, no. You had something. Can't, but then you went to the cabin and then you got some kind of like juggernaut I had, flu. I had norovirus at the cabin. Nora, it's so, virus. Yeah, that's the good mm-hmm. stuff. I'll mm-hmm. just let people Google that if they care to. How do you spell that? Um, N-O-R-A virus, mm. I think. I sent Jake a picture uh, of what my life was like with that. And that was, like, I don't even know if I could say that was worse. That sucked really bad um, for me, but just how long this is taking is worse. It's like... I think I would rather just get hit with something awful for 12 hours, 24 hours, that sort of thing, and then be good afterwards. And that's not what that was. It took longer than that, but this has taken much longer. And I think given the choice, I'd rather just take every, like have it be very bad for a short duration of time instead of this constant drag, because then it gets to you mentally. And that's kind of where I'm at now, where I'm just thinking about, the amount of hours I have to put into everything in my life to catch back up to a normal place, not even get ahead, but just, you know, get to an acceptable level of caught up. Then it's awful. Well, I, I had to deal with pushing a site live yesterday because you've been out of commission for a few days. And I remember like the whole time I just, I felt like that dog in hell that (laughs) was like, this is fine. (laughs) <laughs> so I was reaching out to dream host support. I'm like, help me. I don't know what I'm doing. And uh, yeah. oh, we got it live. It actually only took like 20 minutes. I actually chatted with them. I pulled the chat window up and then I read through the documentation and um, then I read through dream host because dream host is weird. Like if you host on dream host, which is where our client was hosting and you, you have, you can't edit any of the DNS information unless you change the hosting plan to DNS only. 
And I don't think Eva wanted to do that because she was concerned the website was going to go down. And I'm like, well, YOLO. And I just disabled, I put DNS only, and then it allowed me to edit the A records. And I just, that's strange. It's weird. Yeah. So then I just, I pushed it over to RIP address and then updated the C name record. And I was, we were good. We were good to go. That's the hard thing about writing documentation for that sort of stuff is no matter where you go to try to update it, it's going to be slightly different. So I, I figured it out on my own just by reading DreamHost documentation. And then, but I had a chat window opened up and I was in queue to talk to somebody, but I figured it out before that. So I just closed it all down. And then I messaged Eva and you and I'm like, Hey, I got it. The site's live. And I was like, I just followed step four on the documentation, which is literally reach out to support because <laughs> everything is different. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I think it seems for us and I don't know if it's a time thing, but GoDaddy is still a monster and they've got the lion's share of probably domains that we, not our domains, but the domains that we interact with and deal with. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's leftover because I mean, GoDaddy, that could be an episode by itself and just everything that they've dealt with politically and business wise. But uh, I think just logistically, they were among the very first to advertise. I still remember watching the Super Bowl commercials <laughs> Wait, of like half naked girls and being like, I was like, going to say, I, I when you know. were younger, did you think GoDaddy was like a like hookup site? <laughs> I 100% thought GoDaddy was like, uh, like match.com, but like X rated. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the, I so I remember this. I haven't looked too deep into this part, but I think that was the point is that they were just first to market. So all they had to do was get their name out there. And then when people started looking, they were the first to show up. I mean, that's the first mover's advantage. And smart. So they went out, you know, showed half naked girls. Then everybody just knew that that was the company. And I, so I think that for a long time, they had the name to support it. (laughs) What? (laughs) They had the name to support it. Go ahead. They knew what they were doing. Um, There's actually a wing of GoDaddy in Cedar Rapids. I'm told I've, I've talked to support before and you know, you get going on about where you're from and then we find out that we're only 40 minutes from each other. I I talked to a GoDaddy uh, rep one time and we ended up being friends on Facebook. I don't remember (laughs) who he is or what his name is now because I've got like a thousand friends, but um, I remember brag. (laughs) <laughs> it's not that much i think i feel like a lot more people listening to this probably have more friends because they just add everybody in the world and i used to do that and so i don't know half of the people on there uh but we were just chatting no and, friends and i like it that way <laughs> i just focus on followers now because now i was thinking about just get going through and just deleting everybody i didn't know but then uh mm-hmm. but if i you've, if you have an entrepreneurial profile you can have followers instead of friends. And if somebody requests to be your friend, they're automatically a follower. And so I've, oh, okay. I, I've just got a bunch of friend requests that are just sitting there, but, um, so you're I, talking to GoDaddy guy. Yeah. I was talking to the GoDaddy guy and we were just chatting it up because I was trying to figure something out before you partnered with me. So I was telling Eva in the chat and I'm like, when, before you partnered with me, it was literally like my time with websites and getting them live was literally just, uh, talking to support, whether it was HostGator or GoDaddy or whatever, like that was an hour of my day every day. And that's and, good. People should hear that. That's I remember that was a lot of yeah. And I don't want to do. 
I'll do it. I'll give him a plug. We'll give him a plug later on, most likely, too. And I hate doing this because of who they are and just the amount of promotion that they get. But Bluehost isn't the worst thing you can do when you're just starting out. Because the the economics of these hosting companies is that, okay, so everything is unlimited, but it's not, right? They say everything is unlimited, but in the fine print, they usually have either... They do, in a, in a good case, they do share what their soft caps are before they suspend your site. Um, or they don't, and then they just keep that internal. And then you just hope that you find one of the better hosting companies that doesn't overload their servers with too many uh, websites. But when you're at a smaller one, there's a limit to what you can expect before um, the companies start to get the benefits of the economies of scale. So Bluehost, being one of the biggest ones out there, can afford to give, uh, in a normal everyday scenario, good general support. I say good everyday scenario because if something happens, it's going to (laughs) suck. But it's going to suck for you and everybody else on the internet. That's the benefit, right? Is if you go with the big guys and something happens with the big guys then you are screwed with everybody else. Your website and everybody else's is going to be experiencing issues and it's going to be you know, 20% of the internet having problems. Um, I'm not staying very focused. My point is <laughs> that um, if you are starting out and you don't fully know what you're doing, that going with one of the bigger guys like GoDaddy or Bluehost that say you know they offer 24-7 support, chat support, call support, that sort of thing. You need that. Uh, And you need that to learn and you don't even know what you need to learn yet. And if you can get one of those companies where it's free, you're not paying extra for it. That's why I say Bluehost. Because last time I checked, they offer like every every form of contact that you prefer. um, And it's free. There's no extra cost associated with just the support part. That's a good thing, I think. Yeah. Well, I, I plan to do like a full episode later on about like where to go for hosting because a lot of our clients are in the same, or not a clients, a lot of our listeners are in the same predicament we are, which is they want to execute a certain service, but they can't because the client either doesn't have a website or has a website that sucks. And so mm-hmm. it's uh, building websites is almost becoming like a staple service for agencies out there now. Whether you build a website on like, you know, Squarespace or Wix or whatever, it doesn't really matter. Um, especially now in today's age where everything is so hyper-focused on SEO and, and UX. Like even Wix is a good platform now. Um, but I uh, wanted to... Let's just let's get into it. We've already, we're already 12 minutes in this cold open. What are yeah, we doing? I'm sorry. We got to get better at that. We go Damn we it, ramble Cody. on too long. You were here too. The- <laughs> you were here. <laughs> you were here the sh- whole time. I'll share a little responsibility. All right. Well, we'll move on from your hacking to my hacking. So we mentioned earlier in a, in a, a few episodes ago that uh, my Facebook was hacked. So it, this wasn't just like a typical like clicking on a link <coughs> and then you know um, suddenly like some, some I, I'm, I'm posting some weird thing on my Facebook that's like tagging a hundred people. Like it's not like an old person hack where like yeah, they look they, at like, these sunglasses. They're five dollars for forty. You yeah, know, like, like it was a legit hack. Like I was take I was kicked out of my Facebook account and I couldn't get back in. Everything was changed. Recovery options were changed to the hacker stuff and I was just dead in the water. And that 
I'll tell you the whole story, but that had a lot of implications for not just me as like a, a personal like person having this Facebook account, like just a, a standalone user, but Evergrow's Facebook operations shut down, absolutely just ceased, and because uh, it's against Facebook's policies to create additional accounts specifically for business and specifically for personal. So if you have a business account, it has to be managed by your personal account. Now, I know just recently Meta allowed you to have, I think, up to five users uh, for your personal account associated together. So this is like, I don't know. I don't even know if you know this, Cody, but this is this is news to me. I think it was in Stacked Marketer. Give them another shout out. They just shouted out the podcast. They posted they on reversed, Twitter. They did a reverse shout out. That they was do, nice. They, they, I, we shouted out uh, Spotify on episode 67. And then they pulled out the reverse Uno card and just slapped it down. And was like, no, no, no. Shout out you. <laughs> <laughs> and But anyways, I think it was the Stacked Marketer. But yeah, it was. But Meta, you can have five profiles. But only it's only one user. It's still tied to your account. And the, the profile, the, the whole purpose of them is to tailor your experience because everybody's life is so fragmented by their interests and activities. So um, you can personalize your experience based on the profile. You're sign- it's almost like Chrome profiles, but it's still like, I don't know, so it's still probably tied to the same person. Uh, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But Weird. it's still one account, which means like only one of those really has access to like business managers. Anyways, that gets locked out. You're screwed. And so the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because that this had like huge implications for our agency. One personal Facebook account had huge implications for it. And it also, we didn't have an, like an SOP or, or process for this. Like what happens when, when this, when this happens and you know, what preventative measures are taken in place in the future. Um, so I'll start with like when and what happened so in, I don't remember exactly when the hack occurred, but I went to Japan. Everything was great. I came back uh, around the like the 10th, I think. Um, and my dad came to Minnesota for his birthday on the 16th of July. And like at like 11 p.m. on the 15th, we were all just hanging out at my sister's house. And then I was logged out of Facebook and I was like, well, that's weird. So I had to go log back in and it was like, no, user doesn't exist. And I was like, what do you mean the user doesn't exist? I was just logged in. So I thought it was a glitch. I didn't even know what was going on. And I just kept trying. And it, like, it ruined the whole night because now I'm like, what? My <laughs> one, I use Facebook primarily to promote the podcast. I use it to promote Evergrow and connect with different uh, audiences. And you know, also, I need Facebook for not only Evergrow, but also my day job. And yeah, I mean, um, for you, it's it's a business thing, right? It's not just you personally being like, oh, yeah, cat videos and memes. I can't see like pictures you. of my family anymore. <laughs> I this don't care logistical. about my family. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, this is yeah, this was this had like financial implications. And uh, so I, I was like, well, this sucks. I kind of get back in. I try to forget it. And I, I feel I feel bad because like it. it ruined the whole night and arguably i feel like it almost ruined it for you know my dad or my sister brother-in-law and lauren because it was just like i was just over there the dark cloud above me and it, i think at like 9 a.m i woke up we went to we went back home and i woke up and i had a message from one of my day job clients and they were like hey it was a slack message and they're like hey um we've noticed some, sp- some spam ads on our ad account and you and i and this other person were the only three people on the ad account. 
So I've revoked all access to it except for me because I know it's not me. And I was like, oh, no, I know exactly what's going on. So I like, immediately I was like, I was like, okay, here's what happened with my account. So just so you know, and then I knew that I was officially hacked. It wasn't just a bug anymore. So then I reached out to all of my clients that I knew that I had direct access to. And I was like, you need to take me off of your ad account, disconnect me from your business manager access, everything that I messaged you. And I was like, I need you to do the same thing with Evergrow. I need you to take me off of everything. And uh, you were able to relatively quickly. And but just by Sunday, so this, so the 15th was a Saturday of July. The 16th is a Sunday. And by noon on Sunday, I was removed from literally everything. So so 12 hours, 12 hours is is all it took. And in 12 hours, $15,000 was spent. So all the ad accounts that I was connected to, this hacker, they they had run ads on our, not only our clients, but my day job clients ads. And it was 15 grand in 12 hours. And and okay, just for clarity, they okay, like they didn't spend ads for your clients. I mean, they, you know what I mean? Like they weren't promoting more right, of yeah. services you so, were already promoting, right? I mean, this was malicious in some way. It seems weird to just be like, oh yeah, we spent extra money for the good guys. Yeah, no. So they they uh, <laughs> the ad, I say what the ad was. So they on every single ad, ad account used the same page, which was a never grow client page so they ran an ad from from one of our clients pages but on different ad accounts and the ad was was like half in spanish and it was for like a foot massager <laughs> like it was just totally random it was one of those like clickbaity facebook ads like product ads and the site was a scam site so like you go there and you you buy whatever and uh it would either steal your your card information or it would um just not deliver the product and you just pay for nothing basically. And that was the whole, whole point of this. And it had a lot of engagement on it. So like, they just had like, they're like, we'll just, there's no spending limit, right? Like it's not our money. It's they're spending on our clients ad accounts, which are connected to their, either their credit cards or our credit cards. So in addition to this, like as soon as I knew my account was hacked on the 16th, I not only had everybody remove everything of of mine, but I also disabled a hundred percent of my credit cards. Like I, I totally shut them all down. I changed all my passwords, all my bank accounts, and everything that I could think of immediately. Like it was Instagram because Instagram password is different. Uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, just any kind of platform I could think of. And so by noon, everything was was shut down. Um, so I thought. Uh, but I'll get to that during during this time. So like I kind of go over like how I got it back. So Monday, Sunday and Monday, uh, Lauren and my family in general were, were researching ways on on how people have been in similar predicaments because there's not there's nothing I can do. And I know what some listeners are thinking, well, there's other recovery options. There isn't because they changed the hacker changed my username or not my username, my e- all my emails, my recovery emails. They deleted any email associated to the account. They changed my uh, phone number and the recovery phone number and, um, you know, basically everything. Um, typically, there are ways that you can verify your identity. 
And like, you know, whether it's like submitting proof of like your identification or like entering in old passwords, because there's usually a button that pops up that says, I don't have access to any of these recovery options. And then you go through that process. However, Facebook's recovery system is broken and it doesn't allow you to do that for like weeks on end. Like you have to like not attempt to log in at all. And then like you can you can go in. However, if there's activity in the account, my speculation is that they won't show it as long as there's activity in the account. There's physically no way to recover your account. And what happens is you go through this death loop. You click on, I don't have access to this account. And then it goes back to, okay, well, enter in your, your recovery phone number or email. I don't have one. Don't have access to the account. And you just keep going back to this death loop. And I was doing a lot of research and apparently a lot of people are running into the same problem. And there's just no good way to do it, to, to get anything back. And uh, Lauren had found a comp- uh, an article in Vice magazine. Uh, and it was, I don't know if it was sponsored or if it was just written about this company, but um, back up for a second. So I, I posted a Twitter to, I was like, I'm calling out Facebook. I'm like, cause that's what people do when they're, then when they complained about businesses, right? They post on Twitter. And um, immediately, I even made a joke about this in a previous episode where I was like, if you say, Facebook and hacked in the same sentence on Twitter, you get spammed by bot comments that just says like, oh, my Facebook was hacked, but so-and-so helped me out. They've been amazing. And it's just like the same person, <laughs> but it's like three different people. And it's, you'll get spammed. Like try, like listen or try it. Say like, I even did a, a tweet. So you can go to my, my Twitter. It's in the show notes, but you can go to my Twitter. I did a tweet and I was like, uh, do you want an instant engagement hack on Twitter? Just type Facebook hacked. And I put Facebook and hacked in quotes. And then I was like, now watch the likes, retweets, and comments just soar. And it did. Like, immediately just, like, shot up. But, like, the metrics doesn't count it. So, like, Twitter... looks like Twitter, like, catches on to spam comments and things. And, like, like, they don't count those metrics when you look at the actual tweet. But as they would take screenshots and post on my Facebook... Um, but anyways, so I'm like super hesitant to like reach out to a company to actually help me get my account back because I'm, I'm at a loss. There's nothing I can do. I can't even contact Facebook support because in order to do that, you have to be logged in. So there's just like no option. And, it, you know, it, I mean, if you have a secret method, go ahead and like let us know because yeah, that'd be I, great. I mean, <laughs> there's just no way. Um, so what I did and how I got it back. So we found this company called Hacked. It's, it's literally hacked.com, which is like the most badass domain ever. <laughs> it, um, they had to have paid a pretty penny for that one. But we found this company in, in Vice Magazine. We're like, well, Vice is pretty reputable, you know, generally speaking. So we'll, uh, I'll, I'll give them a call. And they had like a pretty, a very simple website. Uh, that was looked like it was just built from a like Divi builder. Um, honestly, it was, it was really simple. They even had the prices online. I, I just went to their website before this podcast started, and it, they've changed their site, so there's a lot less to do. But um, I scheduled a call with them, specifically um, a guy named Christian, and uh, basically the the owner of the company. Uh, it isn't Christian, it's, it's someone else. But he started this because I think he got his account hacked. And now he was like, I'm going to make it my life goal to help people get their accounts back. So they don't have anybody on the inside. They just have a very intimate knowledge of how Facebook's recovery system works. And other things you can do outside of Facebook to help you get it back. So I called him. I can't remember what I paid. I think it was like 75 or 80 bucks to talk to Christian for like 50 minutes 
I think it was 50 minutes. And he, we went through this whole process when I mean, we were, we used the full 15 or 50 minutes. And then he even gave me some homework afterwards and, um, nothing to any avail. But before he started, he's like, just so you know, like this can take weeks, if not months to get it back. And, and you know, there is no set time or anything. So I was like, okay, well, I'm willing to, to do what I need to do, um, to get this back. Cause this is extremely important. Um, so like, I do my things. We got to wait two weeks before we can do anything else again. So I waited two weeks because remember this button doesn't show up. And then we go through the, the checks. Um, and uh, ultimately, it, at, at some point, he was like, okay, this next step is you need to reach out to the California Attorney General. I'm like this. Okay, now we're like, now we're like stepping into the big leagues here. Because now I'm like getting basically the authorities involved. Yeah, lost and, us. And so he like he like coached me on the things that I needed to say and like to, to plead my case to the California AG, and um, I you know I they have a form online I, I submitted it and um, the very next week I had a letter in my uh, mailbox from the California AG. And I was like, whoa, that was fast, and it was dated the same day I sent my email in. And I'm like, I must have made a seriously compelling case in my my email. So um, they're like, yeah, we're going to work with Facebook. So I was like, I, I emailed Christian. I was like, okay, what do I like, what do I do? <laughs> like after this, like, uh, and he goes, well, this is what you can typically expect, and blah 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 blah. I'm like, okay, cool. So I waited, and I think a week later, I got, uh, I was laying in bed, and I saw this email or this yeah a couple emails from facebook to my evergrow email which i was like that's weird i'm like how do they know my emails associated with facebook and every now and then i would get random emails that says that said like someone tried to log into your account and it was usually when i was trying to log into my account but i got these emails when i wasn't trying to log into my account and i was like what the heck then i also got an email that said your ad is approved and live and scheduled and i was like i have not seen this kind of email from facebook in five and a half weeks and because at this point, it's August 23rd of 2023. So, you know, we're from July 15th to August 23rd. That's I think that's five and a half weeks. Um, and I was like, weird. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go ahead and click on this button in this email that says secure account. Because it said, you know, someone's tried to log in your account. Next time you log in, you're going to have to enter in your password and secure your account and things like that. So I did. And then it took me through like a normal password recovery thing. And it had all of my recovery options there. It had like... My, all my old emails, all my old phone numbers. And I was like, which one do you want to receive the recovery code to? And I was like, what the? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this just, I was like, I was laying in bed and Lauren was laying in bed doing work. And then I'm like, oh my God. And so I, I just got up and she goes, what? And I went down and started to get my computer because I just on my phone and I bring it up and I was like, I think I'm going to get back into my Facebook. And then I uh, went through those options and I did. Next thing you know, I had my my timeline filled up and I pulled up and I was like, holy crap. And I even had like 50 mess- unread messages and like 100 notifications. And I was like, like this. those guys didn't even take the time to impersonate me to like do a good job. They didn't respond to anybody. Oh, no, they, they didn't, didn't notice the notifications. They didn't care. All they wanted to do was use my ad account and spend money. And uh, so I was like, uh, well, <laughs> I was like, honestly, my Facebook account just kind of feels like a used condom right now. Like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like they just like had my, had their way with me. And then they're like, here you go. And so I just felt so gross after logging back in. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Anyways, I was like, I was, I was like elated to have my account back. And so I emailed Christian and Christian was like, yes, great. Let's hop on a 30 minute call. Let's do the things to secure your account. Um, but, uh, backing up, like, uh, or I, so I, I secured my account and I was like, um, uh, it, well, Christian logged in and he did like a bunch of other like backend stuff to Facebook that was like, we need to do this, 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 and this, because like all of these are access points and I like, like connected apps from like, we were like going through when we spent like literally 30 minutes, just like going through like all of these connected apps to Facebook. And he's like, um, we got to like 2010, which is like the Farmville era. And like all those, <laughs> all those Facebook things that people like logged into Facebook to see what kind of like popcorn kernel they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. And he's like, yeah. So a lot of these are like entry points into your Facebook account. And I was like, this is insane. So uh, I was like, how, how could this, during talking to Christian, I was like, how could all this happen? Like wh- what was, uh, I use, I use a, a random password. It's not, it's not really random. It's, it's in, random in my head. None of the characters or letters or numbers mean anything. And I also have, I also had two factor authentication set up through my phone. And he goes, well, first of all, Facebook's two-factor authentication through your cell phone is garbage. So, like, it's very easy to spoof your number and then have that sent to somebody else. Which, because when the hacker logged in, they didn't, um, they, I never got a notification on my phone to, uh, to, to issue that two-factor. Yeah, I that's also, an important point. I think a yeah. lot of people think that, <clears throat> specifically for Facebook, right, that if I do 2FA, I'm good. If I've got my phone number on there, then people can't get in and I can talk about it at the end, but you're not, you're not, you're not covered and that's not sufficient anymore for this. Yeah. So it, it was, um, it, it sucked. So like, yeah, I didn't get anything. I didn't even get like a message from Facebook on any of my emails that was like someone, someone has logged into your profile or anything like that, or someone has requested a password recovery and it was just like, nothing happened. Um, but I actually like I just I was going through all my emails and I found one in spam. One lone email. I have like six emails connected to my Facebook. Well, I did, but one in one email and one spam folder uh, on one email profile, and it said someone may have logged into your profile. And I was like, one, and like my I, my phone never got pinged for two FA or anything. And I was like, wow, this is insane. So um, during this time, I had actually. I, I got really like during this like five and a half weeks, I got really into um, um, like uh, like scammers and hackers and things like that. And it was just on YouTube. And I found a company called Aura, which is basically like um, what I was really looking for was just like a VPN service because I was like, ah, VPNs, like encryption and like all this. And I, I was like, uh, debating on different VPN services and I saw Aura and Aura just has like a very simple VPN which is like on off like you can't tell where to you know to VPN in from um, but then it had a bunch of other stuff too like uh, a, like a password manager which is which was timely because Passpack is what I used previously and uh, they just they just started charging for it but then Aura also had like I like digital identity theft protection and monitoring and they do like a bunch of other stuff too that uh, is really helpful. But it was like, uh, I can't remember what it is, like 15, 15 bucks a month or something like that. Um, 
And they also insure you for up to a million dollars if anything is uh, like compromised or something. Yeah. So individual plan, 15 bucks a month. Um, it can secure 10 devices, identity theft protection, $1 million identity theft insurance, financial fraud protection. Um, and then it has just like a bunch of other features too, like a vault and uh, all this stuff to, to, to track. They even have ad blockers and email alias and spam and message protection. It's pretty crazy. Mm. But anyways, I, so I, I signed up for Aura and I was like, I need this because something happened. I need to protect my personal assets. At 30, oh, I didn't even say this, but by Tuesday after my account was hacked, $30,000 was spent. And so I was still like connected to a couple accounts that weren't able to remove me in time. Um, fortunately, all of my clients, all of our clients got all of their money back from Facebook or their bank. And so it, it was okay, but some aren't, some people aren't as fortunate. Um, so I was like, well, this, if this can has financial impl- implications, I need to protect myself. But as soon as I logged into Aura, I give them like my, uh, all my emails to monitor cause they monitor everything. Um, all my phone numbers. And then, um, I also uploaded like my, um, all of my like personal documents, like passport and an ID and things like that. And they basically scan the web and they, they see if any of this has been leaked out or if it's been part of any like data compromises. And sure enough, the oldest email that I've had that it was still connected to my Facebook account was picked up as being under like three different data leaks um, with the associated password. And the problem that I that I have was I always use the same password or a variation of the same password for tons of different sites. And I think most people honestly do. Um, and if, if you're one of the people that don't, you're like one of the 1%. But um, <laughs> Cody... So, <laughs> so now I just use yeah, Aura's password. I categorize. I, I like from the beginning. I categorize them oh, like, as like social this is a worthless. No, yeah, no, like no. this. Like I'm gonna log into this once a year, and I know I have no um, purchasing power saved in here. Like it's a, it's an account that has really nothing of any value. Then the, those get like a same level of password. But the second I know that money's tied in there, no, everything would have. I mean, this mm. is from the start too. Just well, I um, individually set. I use it now, so I use Aura's password manager, which which can generate like auto generate like a random password that's super long and and hard to uh, you can't even memorize it honestly. So I don't. I officially don't know any of my passwords to anything except Aura. And what's cool is like they have a browser extension too. So I. As soon as I log into something, the little aura bubble pops up and it says, hey, we recognize this. Do you want your password for this site? And then I just plug it in. And I have the same thing for my phone, too, now. But, um, yeah, and then the other cool thing, too, is, like, just being a business owner, like, being, you know, having my personal information out there now because of that. Um, they also, like, go out and seek out data brokers who have my contact information and ask to remove them, like, legally. So... Um, that's pretty legit. So I found a ton of value in this and I was like, this, this is awesome. So like, I actually reached out to aura and was like, Hey, we're going, this is what we do. We do, we have a podcast. We talk about digital agencies and, and agency ownership. And this is what happened. Uh, because I now have your product. What is, you know, what are the options to like, you know, be an affiliate and offer something to our audience? Because I would like to prevent this from happening to any other agency owner out there. So um, they 
uh, we talked to them on the phone. Super, super cool people. Actually, did you know this? Robert Downey Jr. is on the board of Aura, like Iron Man. I think he was on the board. I saw him on the website, though, and I thought, cool. He's on the, he's on the board. They got Iron he's, Man. He's like, he's he like got, the uh, Iron Defense or dude, something. He's like, he's like the uh, Ryan Reynolds with like Mint Mobile and, and uh, something else. I can't remember. But, That's cool. Yeah. No, he doesn't um, even talk about it, right? I mean, you don't. Nah. Yeah. yeah. Humble um, guy quiet yeah. about it <laughs> but uh yeah so what we have now is it's our first podcast sponsor which they're really not even a sponsor it's more of like a partnership affiliate so um if if you want to support the podcast and also um protect yourself it you know prevent this from happening one you could just do the things that i said to not do like set up cell phone 2fa and use the same password for everything um, but you can also monitor all of your emails and phone numbers and anything like that, any of your personal data that's out there, and then use their password vault. There is a uh, a link down in the description or show notes, depending on which platform you're listening to or watching, um, that goes to our Aura page. And if you sign up through that, one, you support the podcast, and then two, um, you also get 50% off. I don't remember how much it is. It's like your first like year or something like that. So um, up to 50%. I think it depends on which pack because they have like individual, dual and like family or something like that. So um, yeah, you can, no, it's way higher than that. Hold on. Aura.com forward slash Everbros. I think that's what it is. It is. You can get up to 63% off. <laughs> that's just silly. <laughs> <laughs> and you get a trial for 14 days. So you can log in and you can check to see if uh you know your information has been compromised or um which is honestly what you can do just sign up for the trial see if your information has been compromised see what aura finds on on your emails and phone numbers and um you know if you find that valuable then keep it going but um but yeah okay after that really long shameless plug for <laughs> for the first product that we actually believe in and are willing to promote on the podcast I will. So what happened? That's kind of what we covered. Not entirely sure, but I think it was a, due to a data leak and they must have, they must have spoofed my phone number, uh, getting, getting my SIM card or something. I don't know. I'm not technical. Um, but after recovering my account, I had a bunch of issues with Facebook. So like it, like I was just over the hill. I could see the light at the end of the tunnel, but there were still problems. And one, was I hadn't been in my account for over a month. I haven't. Someone else has. And so like literally everything... I even marked my account as hacked. Um, there's a way to do that on Facebook or like compromise or whatever. So the hacker, I think, had limited mobility within the account. And um, every single thing I did was suspicious activity. And so I'd get emails about it. Facebook would log me out. My I would my sessions would be timed out after like 30 minutes. So I have to constantly log in. And the biggest pain in the ass was that I'd have to keep logging into Aura to get my password because I didn't remember it, which was, which is very secure. But Facebook logging me out was the pain in the ass. Um, and another part of this was just because I had my Facebook account back, like remember Evergrow's Facebook operations were absolutely halted. There was nothing we could do to to run Facebook ads or get clients sold on Facebook. And the worst part about this was during this period, people were asking me about Facebook ads, and I was like, I, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. So like, I would I I was I was trying not to tell prospective clients that I was hacked, 
because that's not a good look. Um, but I was also like being like, yeah, but sticking to our core tenants, like like being like, focusing on Google first. As you can see, I'm wearing my Google Partner shirt. Um, so focusing on Google, uh, Google first, and then moving over to Facebook. But um, after getting my account back and logging in to the business manager, I realized that our business manager was flagged for suspicious activity, and so were all the ad accounts. In fact our business manager was only flagged for suspicious activity because all of our ad accounts were flagged for suspicious, suspicious activity. And that sent me through a death loop again. So normally you can go through the ad account and you can go through a verification process or request a review. I couldn't, the button wasn't there. So I was like, great. So I found a way to contact Facebook and uh, through like a standard Facebook business manager form. And it opened up a case, but it didn't really help at all. Um, and uh, for what it's worth too, like I had in my my day job, I had our, our Facebook marketing rep reach out to us. And I was like, and normally I just ignore those people, but I was like, hey, uh, I'd love to help you, but I can't because my account's hacked. So she had opened up like an internal ticket as well. So I'm jumping all over the place because I haven't talked about this in over a month. But um, she was she opened up an internal ticket too, and that was absolutely not helpful. Hacked.com helped me get my account back better and faster than Facebook did, uh, even when I had a direct American Facebook person to talk to. So that didn't work. Uh, they opened up a case, didn't go anywhere. So uh, what I also did when I got my account back was the first thing I did was I went to go get Meta verified. Pay, pay that $16 fee that I always crap on all the time because I was like, you're just you're just paying for uh, exposure. You're just paying for, uh, what's the word, influence? You're paying for... Um, yeah, that's one perspective. I think the other is just extortion isn't the word. Paying but for clout. That's what I always say. <clears throat> I think it's Facebook muscling and squeezing. Yeah. Well, Google just had this issue, right? They just had the... <laughs> The Department of uh, Justice came out and said, like, they inflated CPCs 5% and just muscled oh, yeah. in, which, which goes against everything that they've ever said. But that's an offshoot. To me, yeah, to meet revenue or profit goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I, I finally have that coveted Facebook blue check mark and pay $16 a month for it. But I only do that because I learned that it comes with extra security measures. So you have to verify your identity. Your profile picture has to be of your face. And um, you get access to like custom Facebook support. That's, that's better than any other support out there. And I, so I decided to go through that support channel and was like, hey, I have a problem. And it's a platform problem. And then I talked to them about the business manager. And within the same day of me reaching out to them, they unsuspended everything, all the ad accounts, the business manager. And they said, and this chick, she called me and she's like, you're good to go. Like, I was like, eh, I just got to pay you guys 16 bucks a month and I'm good to go. <laughs> like, so um, if you're an agency owner, I highly advise you to get the verified badge. And um, I now have to change my position on this and, and say that it's actually it's actually worth it in terms of security. And and just Facebook support. Now, I will say that the Twitter badge is useless uh, unless you just want reach on Twitter. That's paying for clout because they don't require any identity verification on Twitter. You just pay eight bucks and then all of a sudden, boom, you got it. I have it. But that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, if I'm blue on Facebook, I'm as well be blue on Twitter. Um, so 
I what I want to do is I want to do like a whole write up on my personal website, jconley.com and do you just basically well obviously optimize it for like you know the same questions that I was searching when I when this happened to me and maybe people will have a better experience getting back into their Facebook account because I was led to a bunch of dead ends and a bunch of like circles and I just want to do like one comprehensive thing like these are the steps that I did um there's a lot that hacked helped me with but I don't want to go into like everything they did because it's their business model they're they're really helpful and I don't want to um you know I don't want to show you how the sausage is made so mm-hmm. um, if your Facebook account is hacked or if your, your family or friend is, is hacked, I, I highly advise that if it's important to you, reach out to them. I think at the end of the day, I spent like 150 bucks with them and uh, five and a half weeks later, I was in. So um, so final steps after securing. So like I got my account back. And so not now what? Uh, everything is all good. Um, well, I immediately set up two-factor authentication through an authenticator app. I'm not going to say which one for security purposes, but there's a ton of there's a ton of ones out there. There's you know there's Google has one. I, Facebook used to have one, but I think they got rid of it. Uh, Microsoft has one. There's a bunch of other third party authenticator apps out there as well. Ideally, you use a security key, which is relatively new. But a security key, from my understanding, is basically an authenticator app, except you have to have a physical device either plugged in or using Bluetooth next to your device you're trying to log in on, and so. The only way the authenticator app will work is if you have the device with you. And that's like impossible to break into, at least at this point. Um, then I got meta verified for Facebook. Um, just just for the added security later, I had to upload my passport as proof of identity and also um, verify my mailing address through like a, an actual letter from Facebook with a code on it. So now they know like where I live and they also know what I look like in my and have my government ID. Um, I partnered with Aura. I actually partnered with Aura before I got my account back because I just because my Facebook was hacked doesn't mean that I wanted anything else to get hacked. So, um, just making sure that everything was all good. They, I mean, they monitor. Um, I even have my bank my bank accounts hooked up to Aura, so they monitor transactions in my bank account, and I set the limit too. So, like anything over like two hundred bucks is monitored, and it sends an alert to my Aura dashboard that says. Hey, there is a transaction over the monitor limit. Um, it goes off all the time, like every second, because I'm just <laughs> flush with cash. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, and then um, the biggest problem with this, though, is we didn't have any SOPs. So if you're not familiar with SOP, Standard Operating Procedure, we didn't have anything for that as an agency. And I realized that a lot of agencies don't. Like you have operating procedures for how to run ad accounts and how to how to you know maybe even like offboard a client, but there is very little SOPs for like what happens if an account is compromised, and you know and, and even if you were to think about that just for a little bit and you think, well okay well then we can't use that account, well <laughs> it has a lot more implications than that. So like now as an Evergo policy, this is an this is a policy that I pretty much said this is what we're doing. And like, I'm sure Cody, you agree, but it's, if you're an admin on the account, if you, if you have like full privileges to Facebook's ad account, you have to be meta verified that just, yeah. Stop. So logistically we have temporarily limited my access in the meantime while that happens. Uh, cause you, cause you're not meta verified. Right. Not yet. You had, and, a, uh, you had an issue too. You want to talk about that? Well, yeah, I was, I mean, 
I just, I was writing down a few things. That was one of them was, I was going to say, um, I mean, this happened, an attempt happened on me too. So I, <clears throat> I want to believe this isn't targeted. I want to believe, and I'm choosing to believe this is coincidental and not targeted because most likely it would be targeted through this podcast at this point, because, <laughs> um, especially my name, my name just hasn't gotten out there enough. Um, cause I, 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 don't want to be and i stay under the radar everybody's like yeah we know we know you say this every time um but yeah so uh i I think it's just going to keep continuing i think it's going to increase um so it's frustrating because it does feel like you're getting muscled but at the same time not much of a choice um you gotta adapt or else you're just gonna fall out so especially considering like facebook like was literally saying we don't care about you unless you pay us 16 bucks a month yeah, basically. So, um, yeah, we're working through that at the moment. Um, and yeah, I, Jake said it, you know, at a minimum, um, at a, a bare minimum, everybody should be using authenticator and not relying on, on phone numbers for two factor authentication, specifically through Facebook, because people are spoofing and mm-hmm. it's happening in, in several places. Um, this isn't the first time that we've had this sort of discussion knowing about it from other people too so um yeah i i uh i mean you got a code sent to you like an an authentication code which means somebody had your username and password yep so uh, and i'm just saying cody if you had aura you would have known if your data got out (laughs) well (laughs) yep he says yeah cody's slow i realized uh on my second on my other shameless plug i'm wearing my google partner shirt and i have the Microsoft Partners Cup that you gave me. Yep, I'm pimped well, out. And technically, I well, not I, I physically gave you both. Although the the Google Partners we earned yeah, together, we earned that one together. That was an us. <laughs> well, this says well, it makes sense because the cup says Microsoft Advertising Partner, like singular, because that was you. Nah, <laughs> and this this is Google Partners. This is us, um, but. Uh, yeah, so the at the end of the day, um, or the uh, at the end of this all, at the end of all of this, I can't think now. Thirty k, thirty k, thirty k. That's the well, thing I wanted to bring up is thirty k, but it did get <clears throat> everybody got their money back, so we weren't out thirty k. Although it would have been fine if we had mm-hmm. to have done it. Um, there's it one client that had about five k spent, but like it took him a lot longer to get it back. He had to actually go through his bank. He couldn't go. Th- Facebook was basically saying no. Yeah. But, uh, it's no joke. Ad spend is serious stuff. Um, so, but I, I, I think the last thing that I was going to mention was that our, our SOP. So like every admin has to be meta verified, but then like everybody on the account has to have two F two FA with authenticator app set up. And although we can't, um, we can't know if somebody has authenticator apps set up unless they like send us a screenshot or like, um, uh, yeah, that's really it. We just, we just know in Facebook business manager, you can just know if your users in the business manager have two FA set up, but not which two FA. And you have to require that on an agency level. Like there's a button that says like, you know, security options. And like one of them is have all users have to like forced users to have two FA. Or then it says like force admins to have two FA or like no security at all. And there's like different variations of that. There's like a green lock with the lockdown. 
and locked. And then there's like the green lock with like half a lock, like not quite locked. And they have one that's just like wide open. Do the full lock. Everybody has to have 2FA. Admins have to have be meta verified. And the reason why I say you can you can make a policy, honestly, where everybody has to be meta verified if they're in the ad account. The problem is, is if like Lisa and our team, if she wants to if she excels to a position where she is now managing other people and is she if she's an admin on the ad account, Evergrow will pay for her meta verified. We can't we can't have her pay for that. Um no. so that so people would do that? That's comical. <laughs> I don't necessarily trust a hundred percent of our listeners to do things the ethical <laughs> way. So so um that's why like our policy is limited to just the admins, the the people that have power, because if we just gave it to everybody, um, that would be a huge bill for Evergrowth to pay. So, um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much like everything I want to talk about. I got my Facebook back. I'm sure, like you, if you follow me on Facebook, you've seen me commenting and posting a lot more. And there was like this period between July and August where like I was absolutely silent, um, and that was the reason why I didn't want to talk about this when it happened because there were a lot of times that I was working with hacked. And they were like, don't try to log in. Don't try to do anything. Like, we need to wait. And I didn't want any um, white knights who <laughs> listen, try to help me out and be like, I'll hack it back for you. Like, I just, I didn't want to say anything or, or, you know, do anything. But I got it back now. Um, the other thing that I've noticed too is that there's the hackers occasionally still try to get into my account. Every now and then I still get a message that says, someone's trying to log into your account. And then I just click a, this wasn't me. And then it's just, it says, thanks. You don't have to do anything. So that's annoying. I'm like, uh, but you know, and the other thing too, is like, I just try to log into Facebook on this, like on this computer. So I switched computers. I used a different browser because Zencaster wasn't letting me use brave. So I opened up Chrome, logged into Facebook and Facebook logged me out three times in the span of like 15 minutes. And we're, we're past a month since this happened. And like, this is still happening to me. And it's annoying. So just know that it it's even if you even when you do get it back, it's still not all peachy right away. <laughs> so great. I'm glad we talked about this. This has been on the docket to talk about forever. But um no, I do want to post that guide on jcomley.com and I'm sure when I do I'll post in the notes at some point and uh you can go read it and share it and maybe people will find it and find it helpful on how to get their account back and also secure just their digital life in their agency. So cool. Do you have anything else? No, I'm I'm dying again. I got to take more meds. Mm. I love when I put these recordings in Audacity to like edit the ed- edit, and I can see who talked the most, like visually with the waveforms. It's just gonna be like me with a giant waveform going across the entire hour of this episode, and then like you, <laughs> just like tiny little like interjections. Hey, I'm the hype man. Got you back. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. See you.